1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dishing with Digest. I'm Stephanie Sloan, Editorial Director, here with Senior Editor Mara Levinsky. Hello, everyone. So, Mara, some news that will make some Days fans happy. Matthew Ashford is coming back as Jack. So, he's already filming. He has signed a contract, so this will be a more long-term situation than awesome. we've seen in, like, his visits in the past couple of years. Um, he tells us that he is so excited to be working with Missy Reeves and Cassie DePaiva and Mary Beth Evans, calling it a dream come true. So, uh, Jack and Jennifer fans, you know, this one's for you. Totally. Also coming back two days is Chriselle Hartley, who played Ben's sister Jordan. So I just spoke to her, and she's so excited. She loves the show. And she says the audience will actually be surprised by what she's doing when she returns. Mm-mm-mm. Um, But that will not happen until early 2019, so we'll have to wait a minute for that. And those are not the only big returns happening.
0: Indeed, uh, they are not. Well, the number one item on many General Hospital fans' wish list has been fulfilled. Jeannie Francis has signed a contract and will be back taping in about a month in her iconic role of Laura. Um, And the crowd goes wild. And the crowd totally is going wild. When I was uh, just out in Los Angeles for GH Fan Club weekend, I spoke with several sources who told me that a huge story is planned to welcome her back and everyone there is super excited that Jeannie is coming home to her GH family. And Lexi, As are we. Oh, 100%. And Lexi Ainsworth is also back reprising the role of Christina. She too is already taping, like Matt Ashford, and I had the chance to catch up with her a little bit at the studio. She was so grateful for all of the warm responses that she's gotten from fans since Digest broke the news of her return online. And another huge General Hospital star is also back at work, and that is Leslie Charlson, who plays Monica. I got to see her and speak with her. She looks great, and she wanted me to tell everyone how much the love and support that she received from fans took her by surprise and touched her so deeply while she was recovering from the accident that kept her away from work for a little bit, and she'll be back on screen very soon.
1: That'll be really great to see her back. Absolutely. You know, it just feels like GH when you see her in the hospital, especially, or at the Quartermain Mansion. So... I'm excited for that. So you mentioned Lexi Ainsworth with Christina back. I know fans were hoping that they would also see Parker, but her portrayer, Ashley Jones, is actually reprising the role of Bold and Beautiful's Bridget later this month. However, that does not mean that she still couldn't come back to GH. Uh, B&B always has Foresters visiting here and there. So I feel Ashley could pull double duty if needed. Absolutely. Absolutely. So tell us, how was Fan Club Weekend?
0: Well, I had an awesome time at Fan Club Weekend, as I always do. I got to see and catch up with uh, so many different members of the current General Hospital cast. And there was also a really cool event uh, this time around that was an All My Children and One Life to Live reunion event. And there were something like 70 former cast members of, of those shows. Wow. I would say that the attendance of Nathan Fillion, who played Joey on One Life and, of course, has gone on to such great success in primetime and other mediums, uh, was a really fun surprise.
1: You know, it's so cool that he embraces his soap roots like he does. I mean, we certainly have had people who have moved on to other, you know, quote unquote, bigger things and like to forget that they were once on daytime.
0: Yes, unfortunately, um, that's the case. But... Nathan Fillion has no such amnesia and he is still very close friends with a number of people that he worked with on that show and so is uh, Josh Kelly who came with another former Joey, Tom Dagnan. Josh, of course, went on to do a few seasons of the Lifetime show Unreal. I'm a big fan of that show. As am I. And it's, uh, it's just been announced, it was actually announced at Comic-Con that Josh is going to be joining the cast of the NBC show Midnight Texas. But he told me that he would reprise his one-life role, Cutter, on General Hospital in a heartbeat if he was asked. Oh, that was would be so cool i think that would be a fun little crossover and it was also fun at that event to see um the two blairs mia corf the original blair and cassie DePaiva, uh blair number two in the same place at the same time and to see reunions like the one between um aaron Torpy and chris mckenna who played siblings when they were in their teens as Jessica and Joey on One Life. They hadn't seen each other in well over 20 years. Oh, stop it. That's crazy. Absolutely. So we still get so many letters and emails from fans who really miss both of those shows,
1: and they hold such a special place in people's hearts. And, you know, from the what should have could have of it all, if you look back on that whole situation when they both got canceled on the same day, you can't help but wish that ABC somehow could have found a way to keep one or both of them going mm-hmm. in some capacity, you know, especially since there really hasn't been a huge success in those time slots for ABC, especially that 2 p.m. hour where mm-hmm. One Life was uh, since they went off the air.
0: Well, you will get no argument from me on that point. Um, so I have to say that outside of the main luncheon, Uh, The individual events that I tend to have the best time at over the course of the weekend are the ones that actors host together because you really get to see the playful, real-life dynamic that they have, and I had a great time. At Michael Easton and Roger Howard's event as I did last year, but I was blown away by Steve Burton and Bradford Anderson's uh, event. They are so hilarious together and poke so much fun at themselves and each other, and it was just a blast. They actually also do a podcast together that people should check out. Right, and they tour together, and I, you know, after seeing what their show is like, it gets my, my full recommendation. Um, the past cast event for General Hospital was also really cool. It was so interesting to catch up with people People who aren't in showbiz anymore, like Carrie Shane, who played Karen in the nineties and is now a registered nurse. Really? Yes, absolutely. Um, yes. Does she get recognized at work or at a hospital? You know, I didn't ask her specifically about whether she gets recognized on the job, but she said she definitely still does get recognized by Karen fans and Karen and Jagger fans. And she said that she's still in touch with um, Antonio Sabato Jr., who played Jagger. And I thought it was also cool of people who are still in daytime who were formerly on General Hospital to put in uh, appearances like Tyler Christopher and Judith Chapman. Oh, I saw photos of
1: her with David Mendelhall who played Mike Weber. It totally freaked me out because I got really excited. That was when I started watching G H like, you know, back in the real early eighties. And um to see David as a full adult was completely mind blowing.
0: Absolutely. You know, Johnny Whitaker, who was the first Scotty Baldwin, he was also in the house. Now, obviously, Ken Schreiner has played Scotty for 41 years now. So you can imagine that Johnny Whitaker looks a little bit different than, you know, fans remember. Just him. a little, I'm sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And then before I came back to New York, I got to visit the General Hospital set and host the show's Facebook Live with Steve Burton and Kelly Monaco. Oh, of course I watched it. It was
1: quite delightful. Thanks. Um, You did a great job. But what I liked the most about it was what you just said about the playful side of Steve Burton, which I feel we really got to see during that Facebook Live
0: chat. Exactly. Now, of course, I like, you know, Stone Cold Jason Morgan just the way he is. But as Steve joked to me in a recent interview, when you see him live, you get to see that he actually has a personality. Um, now I have to say the second I got home, I ran straight to my DVR to watch the big baby swap go down on general hospital. The baby that Brad was going to adopt with Lucas passed away in his crib and Nell gave birth to Michael's son on the side of the road and handed the little boy over to Brad. OMG. I know a lot of fans were very attuned to the fact that Maxie and Nell were pregnant at the same time and they sort of sensed a baby switch in the ether, but I think how and with whom it went down was was quite unexpected.
1: Oh, yeah. I thought it was funny because I kept getting emails and seeing Facebook posts from people assuming they knew where the story was going. And because I knew where the story was going, I was thinking, oh, you just wait. <laughs> um, you know, it was such a good surprise. I really do love a baby switch story.
0: Do you have a, a favorite
1: baby switch story? Well, probably in recent memory, I would say the Sidnapping, if you will, on Days mm-hmm. of Our Lives, where Nicole orchestrated the baby switch between... Sammy's baby with EJ and the baby that that teen girl Mia had because Nicole had lost her baby. I mean, that story played out for like two years. There were so many amazing performances in it. And it was just so well constructed. Mm -hmm. Um, What about you?
0: Well, the one that jumps out to me immediately is All My Children's Bianca and Babe Switch, which stretched all the way to Landview. I love that they did that. Yeah, when I, when I think about that now, I just think, wow, that was so ambitious. In that story, Babe and JR's son from All My Children ended up on one Life to live with Kelly and Kevin for a while, and logistically, that's just like a total miracle that they were able to pull that off. But I think the reason that story was so awesome boils down to one thing, which is the audience's affection for Bianca. I, I can really think a few moments that fans Clamored for quite as much as Bianca getting her baby girl Miranda back Oh wasn't that the Christmas miracle Indeed it was we, we did a cover story on it We did
1: I always mm-hmm. love when you can rope one of those in Absolutely Well so however the GH story plays out It will be doing so without one of the main players As Chloe Lanier has wrapped filming And her last scenes as Nell will be airing soon Chloe gives us her exclusive exit interview In the new issue of Soap Opera Digest But let's get her on the phone to talk about her goodbye Awesome Hi Chloe Hi Chloe How are you guys? Good. How are you? Good. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Well, Mara and I were just talking about the shocking baby switch story that GH just launched with Nell and Brad. So first of all, tell us, what Um, was your reaction when you found out that it was even in the works? The baby switch? Yeah. So
2: I figured something like that was going to happen. considering I was having all these scenes with Brad and literally ever talked about was the fact that I was pregnant and was trying to adopt a baby. So I figured something like that was going to happen. I never expected that I would be holding a fake dead baby in my arms on television. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect that. <laughs> something you don't do every day. No, not at all. I felt so sick to my stomach doing it too. I was like, this is so wrong and disgusting but I just have to just have to do it (laughs) I
0: just have to go there now I have to know how did you not laugh when Obrek delivered the baby with the best birthing instructions possibly in the history of daytime TV and I quote open those scrawny legs and push
2: I okay I wanted to laugh I did (laughs) but I'm pretty sure that was at one of like the end of one of my like 60 page days and so I just, I, I probably had no sense of humor at that point. And so I was <laughs> <laughs> exhausted and numb to anything around me.
1: <laughs> um, so those scenes were really emotional in general with the baby and the switch. What was that like to shoot? It was really, really intense.
2: Um, you know, it, it's one thing to do emotional scenes, like, you know, a few of them and then go home, but to do it for, I don't know, eight to 12 hours every day for like four weeks straight that definitely seeps into your personal life at least for me I was having a quite a quite a difficult time shaking it and I would come home and just the most rancid of moods and my boyfriend (laughs) would be like you need to get your shit together this is not okay (laughs) you need to leave that at work um which was hard for me to do because it was it was just emotionally draining and you're, you know, at some point your brain just doesn't know that you're faking it. So it's, yeah, it was, it was a little, a little draining, but super lucky to be able to do it. I mean, I'd rather do that all the time than, you know, just be nice to people on camera. That's no fun. (laughs) Well, you barely
0: got to do that at general hospital. I
2: know. (laughs) I know. Now I loved, um, um,
0: I loved how kind of like matter of fact Nell was about giving her baby up. She seemed pretty much totally fine with it. It's like anything that would keep Carly and Sunny from getting their hands on that kid. Was that your take on it as well? Well, I
2: see, okay. I I, I play the character, so I have, you know, uh, loads of sympathy for her. But I, I, I can see the other side of it. But I... I she really, she, she She's never had in her life true love in her life, um, and so she she wants her child to be able to grow up in a loving home. And she really meant that. I think she really was like, you know, I want you guys to raise my baby in a loving home where I know there's not going to be any negative influence from Sunny or anything like that. And also, Sunny doesn't even raise his kids. Like, no offense, he doesn't do it. <laughs> he has a nanny. I nanny. I know. That's why she knows. She's like, he might like when somebody gets shot, but that's about it. So on a day-to-day basis, let's just say, he's not driving Eden to school or Jocelyn to school, if you know what I mean. Um, I know what you mean. Now, do you think that Nell
0: would have let Michael die if she'd had a lighter to set the car on fire when the gas was leaking out as she told Michael she would? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely.
2: I mean, look what he did to her. She she just wanted to love him and he did not he was not on board for that. Of course. Yes, he deserved it. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean she really she wanted to be she's the thing is, she's been fighting for months to get back with him, right? Like literally since January, she's been like, We're gonna get back together. she did all of this in a sick and twisted way for him, right? And then for him to completely just, you know, throw her I'd be like, no, you're used goods, whatever. No, of course he
0: yes, he deserved to die. One hundred (laughs) percent, hundred percent. Faith had other plans.
1: So
2: was it fun for you to basically get to go full psycho there at the end? Yes, so much fun. So you know, my favorite performances are like Angelina Jolie and Girl Interrupted, and um, oh god, like uh, Charlize Theron and Monster. Just I'm 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 fascinated by by the human condition and what people what links people will go to to in in their minds basically. So it was incredibly fun and rewarding and challenging, and I definitely lost my mind a little bit <laughs> at the end. <laughs> my manager was like, "I've been watching your Instagram stories. Are you okay?" I was like, yeah, girl, girl, I'm fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, well someone you also got to work with at the end was Josh Swickard and fans really loved the dynamic between you and Josh and Nell
2: and Chase um, how would you describe it and what was he like to work with Josh is fantastic. He's, first of all, he's one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. Like, he's truly like a, he's a gentleman. Um, and that's a rarity to find these days. So it it was so much fun to work with him. He's super funny, super nice, um, really hardworking. Like, and it was really good because he and I would, we got the opportunity to, we were kind of thrown into this backstory really quickly. So it was like a crash course in, in a relationship, essentially. So we got to create this whole dynamic together and, and run through our stuff over and over again. And it was it was a lot of fun to work with him. You also got to take his love scene virginity when we saw I the Nell and Chase did, flashback and I didn't sequence. Know that and <laughs> I didn't know that until afterwards. And he was like, this is my first time doing a love scene. And I was like, oh, my God, well. Good job. <laughs> nice work. He told me he I'm whispered to you. As, I'm saying that I'm saying that as my boyfriend is <laughs> looking right at me.
0: <laughs> he told me that he whispered to you, Chloe, I'm scared. Did you think that this that he had all this love scene experience and was just
2: terrified of you personally? Um <laughs> I think no. I think it was just the fact that like look, the guys on the show are always shirtless, I've noticed. Like they always are spritzed up. And ready to, I don't know, go to some, like, barbecue in in P-Town. I don't know what's going on. But (laughs) Uh, uh. but, but, so I think I thought he was just talking about, like, that. But again, again, doing a love scene for the first time, I mean, I remember I was incredibly nervous. I think the first time I ever did anything like that was, you know, it was not a full blown love scene, but it was with Maurice, which mm-hmm. was I think probably ten times more terrifying than me. Um, so <laughs> yeah, but no, we ended up, we ended up having a lot of fun. it was it was good. So wait speaking of Maurice, you have told me that
0: you and you and Maurice Bernard have bonded over your mutual love of reality TV. Now it's a little hard for me to picture like the guy behind Sonny Corinthos sitting down and, and consuming reality TV, but what are the shows that the two of you have in common?
2: Oh, he's mad at me right now because I'm not caught up on this last season of 90 Day Fiancé Happily Ever After. <laughs> he was trying to talk to me about it on my last day, and I was like, look, girl, I, I don't... I, I'm, I'm behind. I don't, <laughs> I'm going to have to catch up for you. I'm so sorry. Uh, no, he's, he's hilarious. Like I've known that from the, fr- the first time I met him. I was like, this dude's hilarious. I don't know why everyone's so scared of him. And then I watched the show and I was like, oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> I, I get it now. <laughs> um, you worked really closely with
1: Laura Wright pretty much from the start of your two-year run. Um, tell us about the impact that she had on your GH experience.
2: I know I've said this a million times, but I absolutely love Laura Wright she really did take me under her wing. I mean, from day one, even back when I did the guest star, um, when I played young Patricia, she was very, very like hands-on and, and helpful. And, um, I honestly, I can say this, I would not have been able to do this role without her and without her mental support because I, she talked me off the rail a few times, so to speak. (laughs) Now we saw um, on Instagram that you and your boyfriend
0: ended up in Turks and Caicos at the same time she and Wes and her family were there. Was that planned or was it a happy accident?
2: Yeah, so they actually got there a couple days before we were supposed to leave. So we ended up hanging out for a day before we took off. And it was a complete, yeah, it was a complete accident. I think she had planned her trip from like January of that year. And mine was super last minute. It was like, I planned it maybe like three weeks before we were supposed to go. Go oh, just because I had been shooting almost every day for six months. So I, I didn't have time to plan a vacation. Um, mm-hmm. and initially I wanted to go to Europe and we were gonna go with like my roommates and a few friends, but that ended up falling through. So Kevin and I just went to Turks and Caicos and it was glorious. It looked beautiful. We were pretty jealous some totally. Um It's <laughs> really fun. It's the water is beautiful, it's crazy expensive. Just so you know, <laughs> like noted.
1: Good to know. Travel tip from Claudia Lanier. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> I was not aware of how expensive it was until I got there. <laughs> um, now, when you got back from the break, you shot your final episode. Uh, tell us what that last day was like for you. It was it was crazy. I didn't sleep the night before. I maybe slept an hour. I was so anxious, excited, and nervous all at the same time. So I got there early, um, and I gave all of, you know, my friends and co-workers handwritten notes that I had written everybody, um, to say thank you. And then I dropped all of those in everyone's mailboxes or in the producer's offices when they weren't there. Like Santa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and
2: <laughs> I knew you reminded me of someone. I'm very similar to Santa. <laughs> when people think of me, they immediately think of Santa. Um, <laughs> So so I did that and then, um, you know, I, you know, Josh and I got breakfast and then I think we went and I filmed my final scenes with Laura and then we did, you know, other scenes when I got back. And then, of course, we did the cake and I gave a speech and I bawled my eyes out and it was, the, well, it's really funny because makeup had to take like, you know, they had to take me down from like all the crying I had done as Nell, and then put me on, put on makeup for pictures, and then I cried it all off again. So, <laughs> so there was almost no point, but it was very sweet of them to do that for picture purposes, so I didn't look like, you know, a crackhead or something. <laughs> so
0: wait, so tell us about that goodbye party, like who was there, and what do you do at one of those cake ceremonies at the show?
2: It was really fun. So Laura was there, Laura, Frank, all the crew, executives, Josh and Haley, Chad, was Tamara Braun there? I don't know. And th- that, those were, those were the main people I remember being there. Um, cause we shot most of my scenes in the morning. So not everybody had gotten there mm-hmm. yet, but it was nice because those are, those are my, my faves. And I was glad to be able to share that with them, to share cake with them. That was fun.
1: That's very fun. Um, so let's back up a bit. Um, uh, why did you make the decision to leave the show and when did you start thinking about it?
2: I made the decision to leave now when I signed my contract two years ago. It had always been my intention to leave after two years, just because, you know, I, I, I there are so many other roles I want to play, so many other things that I wanted to do. And I knew that I only wanted to be under contract for, for two years. And luckily we were able to work that out with the show. And so that, that's how I came to that decision. Um, and, and, you know, of course, more than happy to recur in the future. I love doing the show. I'm not saying I never want to do the show again. It was just getting really difficult to audition and do other work um, while working four or five days a week. It was just in doing 40 pages a day. It was just kind of uh, hard to juggle it all. So I, I needed that. I need that time to, to go and, and do other things. What kinds of reactions did you
0: get from the people that you work with as you started to to share your decision with them? They were so supportive.
2: Well, it's funny because a few months ago, Finola was like, "So you're going to go? You're going to go like do movies, right? You're not staying here." And I was like, "Oh no, no, I'm 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 not actually." But um, and you know, I think Laura Laura knew. uh, basically, the moment I started, I think she knew. But everyone was so supportive. Steve Burton was like, "I would hound you every single day to leave if you didn't leave." <laughs> That's sweet. Now you've you've got a is very sweet. Everyone was super supportive and, and encouraging. Um, even Frank, so supportive. He was like, "Yes, go do it, absolutely." So that that was very comforting to know that they had that faith in me, and and it just felt you know really nice. Um. You know, Nell was a controversial character.
0: I'm not sure if you're aware of that, Chloe, if you've checked your oh, Twitter really? was recently. She,
2: was she re- wait, was she really? But she <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> she, she
0: did draw some harsh criticism from fans over the years. How was that for you to be on the receiving end of, and how did you handle that?
2: Well, at first I was just kind of shocked because I had only done prime time and movies up until this point. So when people were actually mistaking me for my character, I was very confused, very (laughs) confused. But then, you know, I came to realize that soap fans are incredibly passionate and will follow you to the end of the earth. And I love them for that. So once I figured that out, I was like, okay, they just really love the show and they don't want me screwing with this super couple. I get it. I understand. You know, you're watching these people five days a week, you know, for sometimes people their whole lives watch the show, so which is so cool. So I, I get why people didn't warm up to Nell at first. However, I hope they have come to at least love to hate her. <laughs> As I see so often, I love to hate you <laughs> the ultimate compliment the ultimate compliment so thank you I appreciate that um but no you know it's 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 at least of getting some sort of reaction if, if people were not in like if people just like were not saying anything then I think I would be more worried you know mm-hmm. Absolutely. it's it, at the end of the day I'm just doing my job and and I can't control what sort of reactions people will have good or bad you know
1: um is there anyone in the cast you wished you had gotten to work with more or at all
2: finola love finola and i loved working with james patrick stewart i absolutely love him he's i think he's so freaking talented and i wanted to i wish i could have worked with him i know we worked with each other quite a bit but i wish we could have gotten to work together more so maybe maybe that can happen in the future hopefully hopefully hopefully
0: um, as you look back on the two years, what would you say were your all time favorite nell scenes or moments?
2: Oh God, I mean pretty much everything I've gotten to do this past month I, I think it was pretty, pretty you know pretty high up there. yeah, I mean that's kind of that, that that was my favorite part was the last the last stretch here, um just because I kind of got to go, you know tie up a bunch of loose ends and kind of go full tilt you know crazy Mm -hmm. a little bit and it just really gave me a chance to to act and stretch myself as an as an artist so I absolutely loved everything I was able to do um this past month and the people I got to work with and you know working with with Josh doing the the courtroom scenes were super fun because that was the first time we saw each other even though it was supposed to be you know (laughs) the first time we saw each other in three years but it's the first time we worked together Um, So that was really, really fun. And, and, you know, getting to work with the the Carly slap scene was really fun, too, where she slapped me. That was a good day. (laughs) I know that sounds weird, but that was a good day. (laughs) I'm sure for the audience, too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. The audience have been waiting for that slap for several months at that point. Um, yes. Now we should also mention that you're not leaving the show empty-handed. You did take home this year's daytime Emmy for outstanding younger actress. What was Emmy night like for you?
2: So much fun. Well, first of all, it was the first category of the night, so I was already super nervous. They had closed the bar like before I could go in, so I was like, Rude. "Oh God, I'm gonna have." If I win, I'm gonna write. I was like, "I'm gonna have to do this sober. What's <laughs> that gonna be like?" <laughs> So, so I go in there and then, you know, opening ceremony, I guess that sounds like the Olympics. Anyways, they, 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 I I almost can't even remember what happened because I blacked out. I think there was a musical number. You're not wrong. There was a musical number, right? Yeah. John York was boogieing the whole thing. Yeah. The whole thing happened, yes. So, again, I was sober, so I should remember this. I think there are some other things that probably occupied your mind that happened later in the evening. Very true. It happened so quick, though. I just remember blacking out. I was like, oh, my God, my boyfriend says I made ugly cry face, which if you go back and watch the video, I 100% made ugly cry face. Like the girls that... Sandra Bullock is making fun of and Miss Congeniality when she's on the plane. And the girls are like, oh, my God, thank you. Like, that was my face. I've never made that face in my life before, as far as I know. And I, I did it that night. But I feel like it was appropriate. Um, so it was, it was really, really fun. And then, of course, they, they, there was alcohol waiting for me backstage. So I was taken care of. Just a, just a few minutes late. But, it, you know, it did, the, it did the trick. And where's your Emmy now? It is in my room next to our books on our bookshelves um, that we have hanging on our walls, right next to my window. It's nice. That's very nice. Congratulations, of course. (laughs) Thank Um,
1: you so much. um, So, as we speak, there are a few Nell episodes left to air. Um, Were you satisfied with how your character's journey ended?
2: Yes. I, yes. I mean, with all the, you know, the crazy stuff that she pulled these past two years, (laughs) I feel like she's you know, she's got to be taken down a few notches, um, at least at some point by someone. (laughs) And that's all I can say, because I don't know when this is going to go up online. So I'm trying to be very, uh, secretive. You're
0: being appropriately (laughs) coy.
2: Appropriately. Yes. I'm being appropriately coy. Uh, it, I, again, I loved every, like, I can't believe they gave me this material. Like, what did I do to deserve this? This was so much fun. Living all of my crazy dreams out in one month (laughs) was so much fun. Oh, my God. So much fun. So what are your plans now that you're done and wrapped up at GH? Well, I'm in the mix for something right now. I can't say anything yet because, obviously, I haven't booked it. (laughs) So they haven't chosen me yet. Fingers Um, crossed. But no, I – But, you know, I'm just auditioning, and um, my boyfriend and I are – he actually wrote a really fantastic script. It's a psychological thriller about a dysfunctional mother-daughter relationship. So he and I are uh, producing that right now and um, trying to – we're, you know, in the midst of finding funding and a director. And so that's been, you know, one of those things where I'm like, oh, acting is way easier than producing something. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I – So much easier, but it's been very, very rewarding. And then, you know, I'm um, I'm trying to option the rights to this book right now as well. So, and I'm not going to say the name of the book in case someone listens and they're like, "I'm going to buy it first. Not that that would happen, but I'm paranoid. So I'm
0: yeah, don't tell. Don't tell. Um, there could be a Nell hater with seriously deep pockets out listening to this oh podcast my god, Chloe. It's like some millionaire dude that's like, "Screw that girl. I'm buying it out from under her." She came between Carly and Sunny. Uh, totally. Oh my god.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> never know. Yeah, we're not going <laughs> to let that happen to you. Thank you, uh, I appreciate it. So yeah, that's what I, that's what I'm doing, and it's it's really nice because you know a lot of times like getting a role is is you know pretty much out of your hands, but if you can develop it from the ground up, then you have way more control, which I like. I like control. <laughs> so, do, so do we? <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: we have to ask you: Would you be open to doing another
2: soap? No. Okay. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> now we're bust. Hey, we get it. Totally. Um, yeah. Um, no, I, you know, um GH would be the only soap I I could ever say. I don't I, you know, I I, I like I like I don't necessarily like the, the pace that we go at um on a soap. Um it's you know, it's amazing, amazing training. It's like boot camp because you really have to trust your instincts because you only get one or two takes. However, if I'm able to choose, you know, what, what I can do, um, I, I would, I don't think I would, would want to work at that pace again outside of general hospital. Yeah. I'll play now all day long, but you know, I, I, yeah, it's, it's just, it would be, it'd be a lot. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Absolutely. And well, then we hope to see you back as now. Well, thank Oh, I, I do too. Absolutely. I feel like she's not done yet. I feel like she has more things up her sleeves, you know? Well, uh, you know, if she doesn't
0: die, and even if she does die, there's, you know, always that possibility. She can come back if she's dead. (laughs) Absolutely. That means nothing. She
2: can come back if she's dead. (laughs) Didn't didn't Anthony Gary die like seven times? Or am I thinking of someone else? Stefano on Days died all the time. All the Mm -hmm. time. That's why he was called the Phoenix. He Mm -hmm. rose from the ashes. Yeah. I did watch that growing up. I watched Days growing up with my mom. And she'd be like, "Oh, Stefano's back." I'm like, "What? What do you? What do you mean, Stefano's back? He was just he just died." <laughs> uh, did you see any days, people? Emmy night that you were particularly thinking? Like, I used to watch you. Um, n- not that I used to watch, but I met Marcy Miller, and I think she's fantastic because I watched her um, her real submission, and I, I think she's really, really good. So I'm glad she's out there too, doing her thing because she's phenomenal. I love her from afar. I met her for two seconds, so she probably thinks I'm a crazy person talking about her like this, but (laughs) who knows? Maybe maybe I am crazy. (laughs) No, I'm sure she would be very flattered. She's a very nice girl. Um,
1: Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Best of luck in whatever comes next.
2: Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. This was super fun. It was so fun.
0: And there's uh, so much more info on your decision and your last weeks in the new issue of Soap
2: Digest that everyone should pick up. Uh, yes, go pick it up, people. Is this? I don't know if I can plug, but go, yeah, go plug get it. it, go buy it, go buy, <laughs> yeah, buy it, buy it. What have you got to lose? Purchase, purchase the magazine, please. <laughs> well, thanks for that, Chloe. Yes, thanks. You're welcome. And hope to talk to you soon. Have a good day. You too. Thank
1: you. Thanks. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to Chloe Lanier for being our guest. Be sure to pick up a new issue of Soap Opera Digest on sale now and come back next week for another podcast.